Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, and welcome back to episode 10 of Conscious Butterflies. If you haven't listened before, I'm your host, Emily Dugan, and I'm just so happy you're here, whether it's your first time listening in or you're back again for some more Emily time. All right, I really do appreciate your support, and if you don't already, please go ahead, take two seconds just to follow this podcast. Um, you can even turn on notifications so you know when I drop a next one. But again, your support is so, so, so appreciated. I love hearing from any of you who listen in and can relate to something or have questions about something. It's just so neat to see, you know, what small community I have built from this already. But, you know, working on things to continue to just grow and expand that community and and just grow conscious butterflies and just become more of a space where, you know, what I say on this podcast and people that I bring in, it's just really open up to a lot more people to get more intimate, um, to get into community, to talk, yoda, yada, yada, yoda, yoda, yo. I don't know why I started that with yo, but um, yeah, I'm really excited to get there and just start working on some next steps, have an exciting photo shoot coming up, have a website and creation that I'm building right now. So lots of exciting things. Um, But that's what kind of got me wanting to talk about the podcast, an episode that I have for you today, talking about slumps, getting into them, getting out of them, and me really just sharing like five ways that I recognize that I'm in a slump. Um, So with that being said, I think I'm just, you know, the reason why I do want to talk about this is because I'm coming from such a opposite energy of a slump and I'm being such a task worker I'm denying old habits I'm building new ones I'm like saying yes to the inner version of me that is my higher level self all those things that you know you go throughout a day and you want to do them you know it's the right thing that's your inner higher version of yourself but lately I've just been saying yes to her I've been saying yes to her and no to the things that don't serve her so which got me thinking, you know, what are those items that when I am in a slump that I recognize I'm there? And, and you know, maybe some reasons that we find ourselves to be in a slump because it's not like you get out of a slump and they never come back, right? Like they're always going to come back. Circumstances happen. Um, but I think too, on this journey, I can bounce out of a slump so quickly. And I think that becomes because I recognize the signs of it. I mean, if you don't recognize the signs of a slump, you can continue to just go down that path, make it your new routine, become comfortable with it, you know? And uh, you don't want to be comfortable sitting in your slump, right? That sounds like stepping in dog shit or something. So, you know, why do we find ourselves in slumps anyways? For me, and again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Like, if it doesn't resonate with you, then it doesn't. If it does, great. But take what resonates with you and go with it and so on and so forth. Like I never wanted to make this podcast to be anybody's coach. I think I'd be doing anybody a dishonor by just telling you how you should live your life. Um, The inspiration has truly been for me to find a way of my own self-discovery and sharing my stories along the way. And, you know, we are all so much more relatable than we think, whether you know, it's not what we go through, but the emotions behind it. So again, if that can relate to one person every episode, then I've done my job right. But 
please again, never take and think that this podcast is built for, hey, this is a blueprint of how life and mindset should be because, you know, that'd be a pretty boring world if we all sought after the same idea and thing. Okay, but anyways, we're talking about why we find ourselves in slumps. One, because things don't go expected, right? You have an expectation for something that doesn't go as planned. Things get moved around. Um, something that you're working at hard fails. Something that you're putting your energy into isn't putting their energy back into you. Um, and, and maybe life just isn't happening fast enough for us. Maybe you are like, oh, by this age, I wanted to have this done. I wanted to have this accomplished. And you just feel behind. You can't keep up. Um, a sudden change can happen. You know, maybe you recently just lost a job. Maybe you recently got out of a relationship. Maybe you recently had some kind of financial hit. Those are all triggers to put you into a slump, to remind you of the bad thoughts of I'm not good enough. Um, of course, like life always happens to me, you know, it, it never works out in my favor. And if we continue on having those same negative thoughts, then we become to get in that reality, we pity ourselves, and, you know, we find ourselves in a slump. Can't really put it any other way. Um, and how often do we find ourselves there, right? I, I just said about how just because you get out of a slump doesn't mean you won't get into one again. And it's so true. And I think the frequency of us finding ourselves in a slump is definitely different for everyone, I believe that we all have seasons in our life. I mean, I go through a season of hard work at action and then I go through a season of, I just, you know, don't necessarily focus on those things as much. Um, But as we grow older, I can see the like different ways and different times I put energy into things like that didn't make sense. Okay, so, you know, maybe in the past I was living a 60-40 with 60% have fun, live life, do things as I want to, and a 40% like, okay, no, listen to what I should be doing. Whereas now I feel like it's totally 80-20 where I'm just focusing on the things I value and I should be doing. And then there's 20% of me who is, you know, giving into the distractions and giving into um, things that might not be me living up to my best self. And I think it's healthy to have a balance of both ways sometimes. But anyways, we are just also another reason, like how often we find ourselves in these slums is just frequent enough because it's bound to happen. There's, I don't think there's ever a time where you won't fall into a slump because it is good. I mean, you have to hit low sometimes to learn the lessons underneath and why, you know, maybe you're hitting low. Um, and the majority of people, I would say, when we're in a slump, instead of maybe recognizing we're in a slump and getting out of it, we go about it the complete opposite way we should have, right? We waste time and we distract ourselves. We project the pain and finding validation in ourselves through others. Or maybe you just blame your life and your circumstances on everyone and everything except for yourself. You know, it's always, I wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for so-and-so telling me this. Or 
You know, if they would have maybe had a clear deadline on this issue, maybe I would have got it done or maybe they could explain it better or whatever it might be. You just put out blame. Um, You'll find yourself having bad habits and routines that are not creating a healthier, productive, more just abundant life for yourself. Um, And you just tend to stay comfortable and get into a habit where you're always like, putting it off for later, you're finding excuses, um, so on and so on and so on. So if that is how we are not supposed to deal with it, well then like how should we deal with when we're in slumps? And number one answer to this is like take action. Do not sit around waiting for the good to happen to you again, waiting for you to feel the good again, because you're not. When you're in a slump, your immediate first feeling to everything is, nope, I'll do it later. Nope, I'd rather not. Nope, who cares? Why does it matter anyways? But we can't always control that first feeling that comes to us, but you bet your ass we can control that second feeling. You have to go do, you have to clean your sheets on your bed. You wake up, think about it, immediately tell yourself, no, don't feel like it. But that second thought should be like, I'm going to clean my sheets because I want my damn sheets need clean and I'm trying to live like no scrub out here, right? And you just have to lead your path out of your slump by doing those small things for yourself. And I really think it starts right there. It doesn't start with, you know, just going so big and bold, but it's like, Do I have a clean environment around myself? Do I have a healthy mindset? Are my thoughts that I'm feeding myself positive? Am I reassuring myself of the good things and the positives that I have accomplished in the past? Because if you keep harping on the, you know, it's like, I, I always love the video and it's just a professor, you know, I'm sure a thousand people have done it. And, you know, it's like, how much does a glass of water weigh? And, and you say a few ounces, eight ounces, whatever, 16 ounces, whatever. Now, that's not that heavy to hold, but the longer you hold on to it, the weaker and more tired your arm is going to be until it just can't handle it anymore. And that is the same way we have to look at the slumps and the downtimes in our life is like the longer we let it go on, the harder it's going to become to bear with it. So if we take steps of actions, if we take back control by just making our physical and mental space kind of decluttered a little bit, it's so much easier to one, recognize we're in a slump and then to get out of it, right? And so really what I want to make this podcast about is sharing some habits I recognize in myself when just like my mind, my body and soul is just in a slump. And I just want to say again, like these probably won't resonate with you or they probably will. I don't know. But um, let's see. Let's see if they do. All right. So with that being said, I just want you guys to either resonate with this or not. But regardless if you do, just kind of take a step back, reflect, and try to discover your truth. Discover how you can maybe recognize some bad habits in you that are telling you like, hey, wake up, I'm in here, I don't want to live this life, why am I wasting any damn time being unhappy, why am I not chasing after my dreams, why am I not taking the little steps for myself, so 
Um, that's what I just really want and hope that you can get out of this. Okay, so for me, these five things are either unhealthy, distracting, or live against my values, or just downright not who I see myself as. And I mean, really, they can all be a mixture of a few things or all together. Yeah, yeah. Um, So number one, too much sleep or screen time. Guys, 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 oh my goodness. Nothing makes me feel more down on myself than a friendly little Apple notification reminding me that my screen time was up 38% for an average of like four to five hours this week a day. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I use my phone a lot just with my job and marketing and, you know, streaming podcasts, listening to music, editing, just content in general, online shopping. Okay, you like, you know, it goes on. But I do use my phone a lot. But it's just like crazy how much time I'm staring at a phone and how often that phone is in my hand. And quick side note real quick, I have to share this. So I was at a trade show for work not too long ago. And it's like a facilities management exhibitors who are out there. And there's this one booth who they had a device that measured how dirty your phone was. And they were giving a giveaway grand prize, like an Oculus or, you know, trip to Vegas or something like that to whoever had the dirtiest phone. And I'm like intrigued, but I was almost so embarrassed to be like, oh my God, I don't want to win that. Because then like everybody's going to know I have the dirtiest phone. So whatever you're doing, just realize how much we touch on our phone. More than anything, we hold that thing in our hand. So um, go clean your phone like today and every day. Okay. Um, Okay, but back to like five hours a day. That's a lot. That's a lot of screen time. I don't like that. And also too much sleep. I have been on the best schedule lately, which I'm so happy about. I've been trying like two years to get on the sleep schedule, but you know, just getting to bed. I'm a night owl and an early bird. So like 1130 is a good time to me. Anything after that, you know, I'm starting to be like, eh, you got to wind down. Um, and then I, I wake up at 530. Um, you know, sometimes sleeping until like 6.15 and just laying there and going in and out of dreams. Which another side note, oh my God, there's nothing like waking up and then going back to sleep and you have the craziest dreams in the whole entire world because your mind's half awake. Yeah, I, I just, I love that shit. So I think that's truly why I'm addicted to hitting my snooze. Not because I want the extra sleep because I want to like see those vivid dreams. But anyways... It makes me so mad when I do that or I'm tired in the middle of the day or I'm like at work and I'm like my eyes are like, you know, I'm leaning forward, falling asleep and waking back up like that's not cool. Why do I why do I feel tired? Why do I feel maybe bored? Why do I feel the need to just scroll on my phone because I'm in, you know, like there's just it can be minimized. So that makes me recognize I'm in a slump. Number two. Alcohol and weed are very good friends, Mary and Jack. Okay, so two things many of us can say we will probably never give up in some form or another is weed and alcohol. Like it's just always around. It's been around since we were younger. It's so easy to go out and your friends are having a drink. I know in my work environment, Thursdays and Fridays, people are coming to my office. And you want a beer? Like, you know, and... The option, like, 
I was talking to my mom. I was writing this podcast and just journaling about it the other day. And my mom calls me in the middle of it. And she's talking to me about her stressful day. And she was like, I deserve a beer. And I was like, mom, that's crazy. You just said that because I literally just got done writing this number two segment, alcohol and weed. And I literally said, I'm going to read this. Um, I wrote, we always come home to work and tell ourselves that we have the option to have a drink. And then we, you know, go after that by saying like, you earned it, bud. Like you really earned it. But it's like, you know, do you, did you earn it? And what are you going to do after you drink that beer? Are you going to go drink another beer? Are you going to get distracted? Feel like, okay, I deserve a beer. Now I deserve to finish my show I was watching. And then you got to cook dinner and life happens. But it's like, you look back and if you would have just came home and maybe got your chores caught up and then had the evening to focus on things you want to focus on, like, sure, great. Um, but it's just, it's so easy for us to quickly say yes to alcohol, yes to weed. And we, I, there's, we just get so distracted by it and don't realize how much it really clears and fogs up our head, how much it causes bloating, how much it causes you to be tired. Oh my God. The depression from alcohol is so real. And I had to literally just be like, I hate that. Like I hate not being so driven after what I've wanted for so long and because I have so many interruptions of alcohol and weed in my life and I will tell you since I was 15 I've been such a pothead and I'm 25 now and on 420 this past year I I was journaling and I was like you know this day is memorable for so many reasons in the past like I was probably like 18 19 got arrested for underage drinking and had a possession charge and literally went to court on 420. You know, other 420s, it's memorable because you're doing something with your friends. You're making an event out of it. But that morning, I'm like writing and I'm like, you know what? This 420, I'm celebrating my quitting. I'm done. I'm, I'm exhausted by it. It's not even like, it's just such a habit and just routine in my day that it became so just like dragging and numbing. So I quit and I was clean for three weeks. I was like weed free, a so proud of myself. And now like I'm probably hitting it my pen three times um, since 420. And I love it. I take my dog on a walk. I love the thoughts that I have and I can just like appreciate the high. And it's not because and like in those moments, I feel like I do deserve it. I want to relax. I want to chill out. So um Yeah, it's just about having that mental capacity to say no and that desire to say no, right? It's not because I want to create a habit. It's not because I want to get out of a bad habit. It's because I don't want to be high and I don't want to feel drunk anymore. Like, right, okay, so alcohol, weed, puts me in a slump, don't need it, don't need it all the day, don't even need it once a week, don't even need it at all. That is the journey I'm trying to get to, so stay tuned. Okay. Number three, always wanting to be around people. This is going to step on some toes. Okay, but you need to hear it. I needed to hear it. I need to take it in. I need to reflect on it. Um, Everything's good in moderation, right? Like I know you've probably heard that before. But your friends and your going out lifestyle and just like the need to eat all the time, that's not because that's what makes you happy. 
It's because you're running away from the things that you fear. And the things you fear are probably what are going to bring you a lot more happiness. But until you just trust that instinct of going forth and about your fears, you constantly feel the need that, like, you have to go out. You have to be with friends. Oh, I got a message to go hang out. Like, I'm inclined to now. You might have a day set aside. And I know this happens to me. Like, I'm like, I cannot wait to go home. I cannot wait to do this, this, this for myself. And then I get a text from my friend. And I'm like, well, that's a sign. Like, I need to go hang out with my friends. Like, no, you don't need to eat out all the time. You need to stay at home and cook. And you need to be alone. And you need to have, do the freaking inner work for yourself. And stop pretending like your need to be around people and be surrounded by life going on and being at the bar or hanging out with your friend is a priority because it's not. Like your social life is important, but it's not more important than you doing your inner work on yourself to level up, to get to the next place you want to be, to stop feeling, you know what, to it drains your bank account. I don't know if you noticed, but um, I don't know, add up all the times you go out. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine if you went out to a restaurant and you just don't drink? Just don't drink. I went out last Sunday for my cousin's birthday. Went out to like three places, drank water the whole time. Oh my God, it was great. I didn't spend a dime. I loved it. And and that was one of the times I did smoke the pen. So I had the best day. It was sun- Well, I was actually having really bad allergies. But, you know, it's just so good (laughs) I just froze so hard (laughs) I was like listening to my dog whine and then I was listening to what I just said about my cousin's birthday and I don't know it just all flipped around because this topic's about not wanting to be around people but anyways again Stop being self-reliant on other people to validate what is going on in your life, what you need. You're just time to be alone and work on yourself, right? Because if we're always doing that, we're not working ourselves, we're not doing the things that are important and we should prioritize. So I notice I'm going to slump when I feel the need to always be around people. I'm always eating out. I'm always just needing to be in the presence of something other than myself and my own thoughts. Okay, number four. Drowning in work or personal responsibilities. This one, I kind of touched on it in a sense, but this one is so important because if we're not taking care of our surroundings and controlling our environments, we we might not only mentally slip into a slump, but that physical toxicity and chaos and Just that messiness around us is likely to catch up to you so quickly and just put you even deeper into that cycle. Like you might go places that you don't want to go. Have we been there? I'm raising my hand because I have. Like when you're going to finally maybe do your laundry and you have to sit there and smell the clothes in your washer to see if they smell like mildew because you don't know how long you left them in there. Like... Get yourself in freaking check. Stop leaving dishes in there. Do it immediately. Stop, you know, like not vacuuming your house, you nasty. Dust the corners of your wall. 
Don't leave crust all over your toothbrush. Don't leave your, oh my God, don't leave your toothpaste open and don't push it all to the front. I never understood that. Why do people squeeze their toothbrush containers so intently? I don't know. Oh, and clean your toilet. That's gross when you don't clean your toilet. Like just do the little things, right? And you know, that's in your own physical home, but it's at I notice it when I'm working too, like I am very focused on my career and I'm very dedicated to my team and anybody who met me would, you know, definitely give my word for that because I'm just constantly working. I'm working in the evening. I'm waking up early to work. I'm working on the weekends. Like there's just something that always can be done and needs to be done. Um, And I take pride in that. But I notice myself in a slump when I am like drowning in work. I don't even see how I am going to meet anything. I half-ass everything. I have a million projects open and I'm not finishing any of them. That's like a huge sign for me. Um, You know, just trying to do the bare minimum because you're not even scratching the surface of where you should be at. Like, that's not okay. And that's not okay because with any of these slumps, the deeper you get into it, the harder it is to freaking climb back out of it. Cool. And number five, if you are family, I recommend you stop this episode or fast forward like five minutes because don't know that you want to hear it. But here it goes. You better change it if you don't want to hear me talk about sex. Okay. Number five. I find myself in a slump when I'm masturbating too much. Anybody else there? Because don't get me wrong, like I believe all humans should masturbate. I think it is such a place where energy is created. I mean, like I think it's pretty cool that we we all have to believe in energy. We all have to believe that every living thing and not even living thing has energy to somewhat of a degree in it and I just think it's crazy you know like we could be sitting in a still state of nothing and make energy and create an orgasm through our own body like we do that ourselves anyways I think they're a great thing but I notice I'm in a slump when I'm doing it too often I wake up in the morning and it's like in order for me to get up out of bed I do it Um, I'll do it if I'm bored. I'll make sure I have to do it before I go to bed. And it's like, it's not even good and not, it's not even a good orgasm. It's like, it's just a fix that I need. I'm not enjoying it. I'm like trying to just feel something almost and trying to feel some kind of excitement. And then it just makes it very bland, very dull, where I think that should be a very like hot just release from yourself. I believe there's so much good that comes out of it, but not, again, everything in moderation. Um, so yeah, when I can't keep my freaking hand out of my pants, I know I'm in a slump. I know that I literally am trying to put power into a small thing of, you know, like I'm just trying to feel. I'm trying to be anything but in this numb state of mind and you know through it I'm just numbing out what masturbation is to me and what an orgasm is and it's supposed to be just such a beautiful thing and I'm taking that away from it and taking that away from myself right okay so let's review real quick five things 
that make me recognize I'm in a slump. Number one was too much sleep or too much screen time. Number two, alcohol and weed. Number three, always wanting to be around people, always wanting to go out, always wanting to just not have time with yourself. Number four, drowning in work or personal responsibilities. And number five, masturbating way too much. Okay, so how do we get out of that, right? How do we come to a place where we recognize these things happening to us? We, we finally realize that like, hey, when I'm behaving like this, I'm in a slump, I need to get out of it. And I'll tell you what, first, it always comes back to not creating new habits. You can't just say, I'm going to quit this and then I'm going to do this and then my life will be better. No. You know what helped me? You know what got me to that point? It's not because I wanted the new habit or I wanted to get rid of a bad habit. It's because I desired the version of me who I was without it. I desired the version of me who is so in love with herself without needing alcohol and weed, who is so happy with herself when I am not on my screen, when I'm not scrolling. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be tired in the middle of the day. I don't want to feel like I am drowning in work. I don't want to feel like I am just always going out, always spending money. I wanted to be the person that loves herself when she's sober. I want to be the person who's taking action, who is creating a new elevated life for herself. I wanted to be the person that I woke up and I look good every day. I want to be the person who I wake up and my closet is freaking immaculate and I can't wait to open it and pick out my clothes. I wanted to be the person who loved the clothes she wore, who loves her wardrobe, who isn't keeping things from 10 years ago because you might go camping. Why do we always give ourselves that one, right? Like I want to be the girl who takes a jacuzzi bath at night and reads a book and journals and does a podcast. I want to be the girl who is taking care of her mind and her body and like making sure that my toes always have a pedicure on them, that my nails look good, whether they're just glue-ons because I don't be getting acrylics. You know, I want to be the girl who is so abundant in the things that she loves and values. I didn't, I didn't value it. I don't want to be the girl who is just going through the motion, who said that she deserved a beer every day after work because she apparently did some big task, you know, that just drained me out. You know, like I want to be the girl who takes care of my relationships with my friends, my family, my spirituality. Like I want to be the girl who discovers more about her spirituality. I want to be the girl who is so open about the life she goes through, who shares her mind on a podcast with people, who creates a community, who sits with herself and listens to her angels and her spirits guides and feels so open about talking about those things. Like I want to be the girl who cares about herself so much, who is not self-reliant on anyone and anything, who is so confident in walking this earth and knowing that the purpose and the path I'm on is exactly where I'm supposed to be, right? And going 
and battling and having too much of any of those items I listed out and getting into those slumps are not going to get me to be that girl. I've had to go through many lessons to learn that and I'm still trying to work, work on recognizing those, getting rid of them and, you know, through time and where I'm at now versus where I was six months ago, a month ago, like a year ago, I can just tell myself that I truly am on this long-term recovery of getting rid of those bad habits. Like I am on this long-term recovery of being out of slumps, of having bad days. Yeah, of course. Of having bad moments. Yeah, of course. But I'm not, I'm not a slump girl. All right. I ain't no slump girl. I ain't. And you're not either. And if you recognize when you're getting into these slumps, if you recognize the bad patterns, and if you purely desire to not be that person, you will stop those. You will get out of slumps. You will be on a long-term recovery out of being a slump girl or a slump boy. You hear me? Like, want it. Like, I just sat here and claimed, like, I want to be the girl that's this. Like, wake, do that and start from the moment you wake up. I want to be the girl that wakes up at this time. And it doesn't have to be a specific time. Like it could just be like, you know, I wake up with energy at whatever time. I'm the girl that wakes up with energy. I'm the girl who stretches and takes care of her body. I'm the girl who walks in and my bathroom is clean and things are put and organized where it should be. I'm the girl that makes sure to, you know, keep my car cleaned out, whatever, like just list out. You could write it down. I think it's so powerful when you write that down. Like, list out who is that person that you want it to be. Do you want to be the person who, like, doesn't decorate their house and you just live out of boxes? Do you, you know, a big one for me, and it's so, like, these things are so simple, guys, but they are the biggest, you know, biggest contender when it comes to how you view yourself. It's like when I pack a suitcase for the weekend or I go on a trip, do I come home and those clothes sit in that suitcase for weeks? Or do I come home and that's the first damn thing I do is unpack that suitcase, do the laundry, yada, yada, yada. Like take care of those little things. Take care of yourself. Stop slipping into these slumps and focus on getting to a long-term recovery of who you are so you can just finally tap into that higher version of yourself. Tap into her. I always call her her because she's there Your truest high version of you has always lived inside of you, has always spoken to you, has always reminded you that she is there. So just continue to listen and tap into her. And I promise you, like very, very, very good things will come. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. I love all of y'all so much. Again, if you don't already, please just go ahead and tap that button to follow this. Get instant updates when we drop a new podcast. Your support is super appreciated. Please share this um, episode in your stories if it resonated, if you think, or just send it to a friend to be like, hey, bestie, I think you could relate to this. Um, but seriously appreciate the support. Have a lot of exciting things coming. Um, they're in the works. So stay upbeat, stay ferocious, stay chasing after your dreams. Until next time, peace.